All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Coming in hot is presented by Botano. The game starts now. Here are your hosts, Brent Wallace, Jason York, and Bobby Ryan. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the show. I'm Brent Wallace alongside 13-year NHL veteran Jason York, our number one D, if you will. Uh, Bobby Ryan, as we like to say, is on assignment, otherwise known as searching for his golf ball in the woods. Or I think he's babysitting. uh, We're not babysitting. I think he's got the kids this afternoon. He's on school (laughs) pickup. So my wife told me. I can't call it babysitting if you look after your own kids. Because I used to I say, know. oh, I got to babysit That's... tonight. She's like, you can't call it babysitting. I caught myself saying that. That's why I, I tried to get a retraction, but it was too late. <laughs> I've heard the same thing. Uh, that's all right. I totally appreciate it. Uh, listen, we're going to get right to it. We have uh, Jacob Chickren uh, waiting to chat with yeah. us. I'm excited to get a chance to talk to, finally, that big number 4D, or top 4D that everybody had been calling for. Uh, he landed, and uh, you look great as an Ottawa Senator. So we'll get to all that in a sec. First, we're just going to get through all our sponsor reads, uh, Yorkie. Uh, so I'm going to give you two today. Uh, nice. Anyway, this show is always brought to you by <clears throat> Patel. The game starts now, especially with all the NHL playoffs going on. And of course the Leafs losing in game one, which is fantastic as the sky is falling in Toronto. Uh, online sportsbook and casino, get in a live betting, bet builder, uh, all kinds of same game, same game parlays. Uh, Patel, the game starts now. 
And BEI, Bonnever, Bonnever, <laughs> Bosher excavating right <laughs> off the bat. I butcher it, Wally. Uh, big thanks to BEI wow. uh, for, for, for sponsoring the program, as I like to call it. Equipment rentals, aggregate and top soil sales. Um, don't forget, Wally, as we always say, slow down yeah. in construction zones. Uh, so excavating.com is where you can find them on the website. And uh, I think they're hiring. I believe they're hiring this summer. So they're, get yeah. your application. Always hiring. Yep. Always hiring. Uh, we should have Jake read those. He's from the Ottawa Valley. That's what we should have yeah, done. He'd probably anyway. do a better job uh, than me on that one. He just yeah. slammed it. All right. Where's, where's Renfrew Pro? Here we go. Uh, Renfrew Pro Tape, the best tape in the business. Uh, everyone knows that. All NHL players use it. It is hand terrible moisture resistance. Helps with puck control. Uh, it's the ones the pros use. RenfrewPro.com. Don't forget about, as we like to say, free tape Fridays. And there you go. You can also find them on Instagram. Uh, you can follow them at RenfrewPro. Tag your teammates. And don't forget, you can share your story as well. <laughs> All right. I'll give you a solid four. Uh, let's not wow. waste right, come on. any more time. <laughs> four and a half because i sprung it on you at the end i suppose uh bring you. in jacob chikrin uh who's uh i hey, chick we're glad to have you here we're kind of giddy because we're excited to actually have you i've been trying to work it into the show since the summer for the most part because there was lots of rumors about you maybe becoming to uh becoming an ottawa senator in the summer uh thank you for joining us yeah guys thanks for having me uh, first, I'll ask, health-wise, how are you? Doing good, doing good. Um, you know, it's kind of unfortunate. Uh, just another, you know, tweak that I had to deal with. But it basically needed um, about three weeks, and uh, that's what we had left on the year. So, um, you know, if we were if we were still in it towards the end there, you know, I probably would have came back. But um, it's just the way she goes, so tons to talk about with you first have things settled down finally since the trade like how long did it take for everybody to stop texting calling for you to get settled uh to become somewhat normal yeah 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 towards the end there it was a little bit no more normal but man that was quite an experience um i don't know how you can prepare yourself for that uh you know it's just what a whirlwind of of uh you know a few weeks there for me but um you know i was good you know I, I really just tried to stay in the moment um really enjoyed you know seeing my family i tried to just get to my grandpa's place every day and see him and see all my cousins <laughs> and um just really cool you know i, I one, one of the biggest things i've missed were you know christmases in ottawa we've done that every year since my dad my dad his whole entire life never missed a christmas in ottawa even when he was playing and the first time he did was our for my first year in arizona we just such a long ways to go and never had enough time to to make it there so i'm really really excited for next christmas to be at home with the family and um yeah like i said it was just trying to stay present and, and enjoy it and i had a lot of support so it, it and Jacob, I, re I remember go going back to when you were a teenager, you, you came back every summer. I remember seeing you at the Bell Sensplex. Your family was always here. You got the cottage at White Lake. Um, could you 
it doesn't it doesn't seem like there couldn't be a, a more perfect fit for you right here in Ottawa with with the family, the grandparents, and you just it's almost like a homecoming for you, sort of say. Yeah, it really is. Um, it sure is, and it's yeah, it's such a great fit too. I mean, with the core that you know is in that locker room, it's it's really special. I had a lot of familiarity with a lot of the guys, knew a lot of the guys before I got there as well. Um, so it's just been you know it's it's been such a great transition and um i'm really excited i mean i, I know it's it's going to be very exciting times ahead in in ottawa and i'm just thrilled to be a part of it and when you when you Can got you traded to, to trade day uh, yeah sorry go ahead Wally. go ahead i just who called you to tell you you take me through trade day when you were finally told you were going to be a senator and what that feeling and emotion was like oh man trade day was for a little while there when I wasn't playing games, I, you know, teams, teams were making their deals and, um, I was basically losing hope. Like, I think, you know, I was, I was kind of, um, I don't know, you know, I just wasn't in the best yeah. mood. I think, you know, most days and, um, I think my, my girlfriend was recognizing that quite a bit. And it's funny on, on the day I got traded, she's like, I want to surprise you and take you somewhere in the morning. So, um, she actually took me to a puppy store <laughs> and, uh, and I, I love dogs. I love dogs to death. We spent a couple hours in there and just, we, we had, you know, the private room and they were just bringing dogs to us and it was awesome. I mean, I love, I love that so much. So it was really nice for her to think of that. She knows it would have taken my mind off things and it really did. And then, um, I remember ghost got traded when I was in the room. Um, so I was talking to him for a bit, but it really helped take my mind off it. Then we got in the car, we were driving home and Andy called my agent, Andy Scott called and, um, yeah, I couldn't believe it. I could tell something happened because, you know, he answered and he goes, did you hear the news, bud? I was like, oh, man, what happened? And he goes, you're going to Ottawa. And I, I was not expecting it in Ottawa at all, to be honest. Um, you know, there's a lot of talks with a lot of teams and Ottawa wasn't really one of them. So they kind of came out of the woodworks. And, um, you know, my first call was obviously my parents and we, you know, conferenced my sister in and then. I wanted to call my grandpa right away. So I tried to hang up with them quickly and call Dito and he had already found out. So um, it was really cool. Yeah, because Arizona, the team that drafted, you've, you've never gone through something like this before being traded. How how often were you and Andy like up until the, because talking about things and then, and then and then like maybe just take us back before that, Jacob. Like was it something you're doing every day or was it just from time to time? Uh, talking to Andy. Yeah. 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 It was, it was pretty often. Um, it was definitely pretty often, you know, he would, he would call me with updates and, and I wanted to hear him to be honest with you. Like, I just was curious, you know, who was calling and, and if anything was close to happening, cause you know, it was just such a long process, like I said, and you kind of start to just you know, lose faith, you hear things. And it's just like, you've been hearing things for so long. So you just don't know what to take seriously. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, we were talking quite a bit for sure. And, and then, and then when the trade happens, you hadn't played 
a game in a long time and to get thrust into a totally different situation where Ottawa's chasing a playoff spot and then they come in and, and play the way you did. Like, were you just running on adrenaline? Because I know when you, do, when you don't play a real game for a while, you're not in, at least I was never in great game shape. You just, you, you can't emulate that in practice. How did you feel? Like, how did you get through those games and play the way you did? Because you, you, you played some great hockey when you first came in. Uh, it was tough. Um, you know, my last game with Arizona was in Chicago and it was an overtime game. I think I played 30 minutes or something. So I go from, you know, a hundred to zero. Cause you know, I, I wasn't on the, I wasn't even on the ice. I wasn't practicing with the team. Um, I got into some morning skates and stuff like the last few days before, um, I was skating on my own for, you know, the first little bit and then you can only do so much on your own, but you know, I got into some morning skates with the boys, uh, for the last few days before I got traded. Um, so I kind of went from like a hundred to zero and then right back to a hundred again, you know, <laughs> on the plane, on the red eye overnight flight to New York. Um, so yeah, I mean, that game was for sure running on fumes, like just adrenaline and excitement to be there. Um, but yeah, it wasn't it wasn't easy, you know. I, I think those are it's tough, you know. It's you know it takes a while to um, you know just kind of get settled in and stuff. But you just do your best, like you said. When when you know the team's fighting for a playoff spot, you want to do everything you can to be available yeah. and, and play those games and and do whatever you can for the group. So that's basically what I did for them. And and uh, yeah, I'm excited for the start of next season. That's for sure. Uh, I want to move on from the trade. The last quick question I have is, did you think Andy was lying to you when he told you you were going to <laughs> Ottawa? Because he's an Ottawa guy and you're not. Yeah. Like, did you think for a sec he was bullshitting you? No, I think that would have been pretty harsh to uh, of him to, to put me through <laughs> that if it wasn't true. You know, like I said, it was a long wait. So that would have been, uh, I would have been pretty mad at him for that one. Yeah, it would have been a new agent. Um, okay, so the second <laughs> game, you come back. You play the Rangers, you win that game, you're in Madison Square Garden, and then you come back and you're in Ottawa. Um, could you feel the excitement surrounding you being part of this hockey team? Like, there's very few I can think of mid-season acquisitions in recent memory where people were as pumped as having Jacob Chikrin on the blue line for this team. Yeah, I mean, it was it was crazy. It was really, really cool. Like... You know, it's it's just a special, special moment for me and my family. And I remember just that, that game versus Columbus at home was – it really was probably one of the coolest memories I've had since I've been in the NHL. Um, just to hear the crowd, you know, they, they put the camera on me there when I, you know, went out for my first shift. The crowd went bananas and, um, and obviously the goal. And then, you know, later in the game, I was on the bench and – and uh, I was pumping up the crowd a bit. Uh, so it was just, it was really cool. Um, you know, that place was really, really, like you said, there was a big buzz throughout town. All my family members were like, we can't believe how excited everyone is for, you know, you, you to get here. And, um, yes. you know, just everybody was was talking about it for a while. So it was really cool. You were a rock star. You had you basically were rock star status in the nation's capital, and it was it was wild to watch. Um, I'll ask you about this goal in a second, but that's got to feel 
knowing that you're wanted that much makes you probably want to play, I don't know, even harder, if you will. Is that fair? No doubt. Yeah, for sure. Um, and, you know, I've always wanted to, um, you know, be on a team that's pushing like that. And, um, you know, it's unfortunate we didn't get in. But, you know, I think next year, like the boys are going to come out flying. You know, it's going to be just crazy energy. And um, I'm really excited to be a part of it for sure. Yeah, would right, you take me would, through the would, goal? Yeah, let's, take us through the goal. Through the goal. So, is this more than you thought it was going to be uh, because of having Grandpa John and his Tim Hortons there uh, along with your family? For sure, for sure. Those are, you know, those are really special, special memories. Um, I remember being pretty emotional after just seeing the the clips of my Dito there and. Um, yeah, I couldn't have asked for anything, anything more than that, really. Um, you know, just to see him. So cool. See him there. I wanted to, I wanted to have the, ch have the chance to, you know, play closer to, to him. And, you know, especially just, you know, you never know how long you have, right? And so these are really cool, cool moments to have for sure. And look at that. Like, Grandpa should be, he should be uh, parlaying that to some kind of, uh, advertising sponsorship deal he got the, he's got the timmy's coffee yeah. he's having a timmy's sandwich like uh he's got to parlay that doesn't he my mom's trying to get him a deal for sure so she talks exactly <laughs> yeah. uh your mom hey your mom became a your mom became a little bit of a twitter sensation too she sent out that real nice tweet thanking everybody in the city out i think she got about maybe 30 40,000 people responding like it was that was pretty cool yeah. to see that it was it was a nice touch by your mom Nancy yeah she loves her social media she's all over twitter all over instagram and she just loves posting <laughs> loves posting the family and uh especially nice. when we're all together um yeah she's she's forever i mean you know we always give her a hard time because she wants pictures at every single place we go every time we're with somebody <laughs> she always wants the memories and you know it's it's uh it's something to give her a hard time in the moment but looking back it's it's really nice to have all these photos and memories and stuff to look back on so we're all really thankful for her for doing that and um it's definitely nice but we do give her a hard time <laughs> I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. 
Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Where does that goal rank for you personally? Oh, man. You know, I I don't really think about the, the rankings too much, but it's up there for sure. You know, if I... Uh, you obviously think of your first one and, um, and yeah, you know, unfortunately I haven't been in many, you know, big, big games in, in my career, but, uh, so that, you know, it's really just, you know, my, I think in my first one, I think of that one with my Dito in the stands and his first one as a Sen and, um, and yeah, those are kind of the two most special ones for me right now. So Jacob, you mentioned you mentioned coming into the to the group here, and and you really like the group of guys. Looking at the core right here, and you, and I'm sure you guys have talked about it. You look at how young the team is, how much talent there is. What what, what are your expectations next year? As, as as far as not personally, but more like where do you see this team going in the near future? As, as far as how good you guys can be. Yeah, I mean, you know, like. I think everybody has such big belief for this group. Um, you know, it's you're kind of at that point now where it's like, you know, it's not just the young group anymore. Like you need to just, you know, you, you've had all these chances to take steps. And, you know, the boys were chatting this year, like the injuries they've had all year. And, um, you know, I know Zub was out a lot. Shabby has been out. Sandy. Sandy, I think, was the only guy not out on the back end for a period of time. But for them to have, you know, to be down as many guys as they were throughout the year, the goalie, the goalie situation, how I don't know how many goalies they used. And it was a crazy number I heard in the NHL and for Seven. the for Belvo as well. Um, crazy number. But for them to have all that going on and just, just barely miss is – is a testament to just, you know, what this group is is capable of. And I think next year, you know, you just – you got to find a way to get in the playoffs, and that's that's our goal, and um, that's what we're striving for. And, you know, once you make it, anything can happen. And I know we have a group that, you know, can play uh, a really tough game. And, you know, I'm sure, you know, many teams wouldn't want to see a group like ours in the playoffs. So um, absolutely, it's exciting to be a part of it. And um, like I said, that's that's definitely the goal is to, to get in next year. We make a, a big deal on the outside saying how tight this group is, or you hear it a lot from the players. Um, you just showed up at the end, so I'm going to go with you as a somewhat unbiased opinion. When you came into that room, did you sense how tight the group was? Yeah, no, it's definitely true. You know, like um... – I've told this story before, but it's like, you know, one of my first road trips, I think it was Seattle. Um, we had a huge dinner. Well, we had team bonding all day. Uh, we had a day off there. We did, you know, a big fishing trip. Some guys went golfing, but um, the next day we had a big dinner 
and uh, got back from like, you know, 10, 12 guys, um, got back from dinner and everybody ended up in my room. So it's like, you know, we're just watching a show in my room. We got, you know, me, Brinksy, Batherson on the bed. We got Shabby and um, Timmy on the couch. And then it was like uh, G, Giroux and uh, um, who else was on the floor and Brass, Brass were on the floor and we're just watching. I think we started like Narcos or some show and it's just uh, boys were, you know, just all love to be together at all times. So um, it is a special group and to have a core where everybody's just a couple of years apart, really, it's, it's really cool to be a part of. So, you know, I, we, I was a part of the same sort of thing in Arizona. We had a good young core, but this is just, um, it's almost like there's, it's the same thing, but just more of us. It's literally the whole group seems to be, um, is young and G likes to think he's young. So, um, sorry guys, I got a phone call there. Did I lose you? <laughs> I know we're good. Nope, you're good. That's okay, a fine so though. I was chirping G there. I'm not going to get it out. Um, but yeah, it's, it's really fun and, uh, and it's awesome to be part of. Yeah. So how did Brass, the veteran, sit on the floor? Like, isn't there not a pecking order? Yeah, it's nuts. I can't believe it either. I don't know how that happens, but uh, <laughs> yeah, the young guys run their show. Who was the Who was the first person to call you, uh, player-wise, after you got traded? Senators. Oh, they all player. they all reached out. Uh, like I knew Brass from AZ. I had text from Brass, Brady, Shabby, Joe. Uh, some guys reached out on Instagram. You know, Timmy and um, Talbs reached out. There was just a, all the guys just sent messages and said they were they were pumped and excited, and um, it was really cool. Did you buy the team dinner? No, I, I I didn't. But I put a lot of money up the first couple games, so they got enough out of me. <laughs> there you go. Uh, oh, how boy. do you contain Tim Stutzla? Oh, he's a heck of a player. He's so fun to watch. Um, yeah, I think you know he's a guy that just seems like he's he keeps on getting better um, each year that goes by. So. Um, he's just the best too. You know, like what a great guy, great kid. Um, the boys love him. Um, and I'm excited to see what he does next year. I'm, he's like I said, he just gets better every year. And, um, he's a superstar in the league already. So it's crazy. Um, so what Jacob, you, what's the plan for you? What what? I'm just curious for you, Jacob. What's the plan for you now? Are you a guy that takes? I know you were hurt. You normally take like a couple weeks off, three weeks. Are you, are you a guy that just gets after it right away in the off season? What do you normally do as far as uh, planning for your off season? Yeah, I mean, in years past, like I, I, I don't really like to sit around and take too much time off. In years past, I'll take a week and just get right back into it. But you know, I think just with the way you know, my injury luck and stuff has gone and um, some of the things I've battled, I think, you know, you're kind of forced to start to look at things differently. And um, that's kind of what I'm going to do this summer. I'm going to, you know, work with some some really good people and and try to come up with a game plan on how we can uh, 
um, you know, kind of approach things a different way and, and um, just get my body ready for 82 games. Cause you know, at the end of the day, that's, that's really most important for me. I know if I'm, you know, on the ice and playing and I'm healthy, you know, my performance and everything's going to take care of itself. So, you know, for me, this off season is just about, you know, preparing to, to play 82 games and be available for the hockey club. And, um, you know, we're going to do everything we can to, to make that happen. Okay. And I got to ask you too, and I, I know, I know you've been asked this a ton about the diet. What, what's going on <laughs> with, with the diet and have you found a, a, a local person to get you the meats you're looking for? Yeah. Uh, uh, Jake, before you answer that, can I read the quote that you gave about your yeah. diet? Um, this is from uh, the Arizona story. Um, quote, the guys think I'm crazy. My family thinks I'm crazy. My girlfriend thinks I'm crazy. A lot of protein, <laughs> and I'm not really eating carbs on game days. I eat some sweet potatoes, some white rice, fruit, but all my dairy stuff I try to get raw. I'm really big into that. I like ancestral way. It's like an ancestral way of living. I'm also eating raw liver, raw beef heart, and doing all this crazy stuff. It tastes awful. Um, does it still taste awful, or are you used to it? Yeah, the the liver it doesn't taste good at all. Um, <laughs> I, I do get used to it. Like the first couple times, you're, I mean, you're basically gagging by the taste. But now I'm at the point where I can, you know, chew on it, and it doesn't really bother me as much. I'm not enjoying it by any means, but um, I haven't actually had it in a little bit. I actually ordered some. Um, you know, there was this great uh website i'd order stuff from online um it was like all amish farmers and they um they do all their dairy raw and all the eggs are um soy and corn free the feed and stuff i mean i i just i i almost drive myself crazy with the health stuff um i just you know there's so much bad stuff out there today and it's just to me it's it blows my mind when I see statistics and I see, you know, ingredients that are in products we use every day from, from toothpaste to deodorants, to soaps, to, um, I mean, you know, the, the food that we feed our kids. I mean, to me, it's just, it's so eye opening for me. And I think a lot of people are starting to catch on and, you know, people might think I'm crazy, but I, you know, for us to, I just don't think, I think, you know, as a as a whole like we can do so much better and we need to you know there's it's even down to like the regulations in our food like there's food overseas that there's there's ingredients overseas that are banned that aren't here that are you know directly linked to cancer and and there's just so much stuff i, I pay attention to a lot of it so does my girlfriend we're really deep into it we're trying to educate you know my family and my parents and i think my sister just I would drive her nuts and she doesn't want to hear about it anymore, which is fine. I don't want to do that. So there's a, there's a fine line and you just gotta, you know, we're, we're just very, we do what we can to, um, you know, just be healthy and, and live a long, health, healthy, happy life. So, um, you know, I do have cheat meals. I don't, you know, I don't torture myself by any means. I go out and, you know, have pasta when I want. And what I do find is crazy though, is when I stick to a, a very clean, good whole food diet. Um, when I do go out and have the pasta and stuff, like I feel like garbage. 
it, it's crazy. Like, I can't believe I used to just eat a big bowl of pasta right before a game and go and play because now <laughs> I sit there after dinner and it's like I immediately need to go lay down and go to sleep. I'm just so tired and feel awful. Like, there's a like so, there's a bowling ball in my stomach. It's crazy. So, um, so, ja yeah. so, Jake, so, Jake, so, Jacob, when I was having like hammering a bowl of pasta, baked potato, and a rice, and then going to play hot. No wonder I was exhausted in the first period. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, you know, everyone's different too. Um, everybody feels, you know, you can, you know, feel different ways when you eat different foods. Everybody, no two people are the same. Um, but I do believe, you know, if you stick to a whole food diet, then, you know, it's going to be best for everybody. And, if you read the ingredient list and you can't, you know, pronounce half the things on there and, you know, it's probably not good for you. So that's just kind of, uh, you know, the, the, the guidelines I try to follow. Yorkie left out. He also had two cookies. So that's uh, probably wow. something else he should. Are they, do, hey, Jake, do they list. still, do they still, do they still have those at the buffet? The big giant chocolate chip cookies and the ice cream? Oh, they're they still so good. They're so good. Hey. Um, are you, I, I, are I you had, partaking? Uh, I, I only was when uh, the injured crew there, we we got our workout in in the morning one day and it was a game day. So uh, we were there, played our ping pong tournament, got our workout in and then we went for lunch in the in the room and I saw Shabs came in with a bowl of like three cookies and I'm like, man, those look good. I just took one from them and uh, they were really good. They're soft and gooey and... Uh, yep. You're right up there with one of my favorite cookies I've had. So nice, They're pretty good. Um, I want—I meant to do this earlier and ask you about Jake Sanderson. Can I? Can I get your opinion on a true rookie in the NHL who was logging 24 minutes a night on the blue line here as a fellow defenseman? It's ridiculous. He's not getting any love for the Calder. Um, he's a heck of a player. Can you ever skate? Um, you know, thinks the game really well. I think his offensive upside's huge. That's just going to, you know, come, you know, each year you'll see that improve with, with him. I mean, as a rookie, for him to have the confidence in his own zone, you know, making little plays and, and the way he defends is, is, is you know, phenomenal. So, um, you know, I think our back end is really special. I think, you know, we could – be a really tough team to play against. And I don't think that's been the the case in Ottawa. I remember, you know, a, a few summers ago, you know, talking to a few players who played against Ottawa a lot. And it was, I think it was after they just got rid of um, a couple of their, you know, defending forwards and stuff. And, you know, they were saying, it's just a team that's not that hard to play against, but I think that's going to change, you know, with the, the guys that we have now and, um, yeah, but he's an unbelievable player, and I think the sky's the limit for Sandy for sure. Uh, something that's lost in this season is you set a career high in assists. You had a second-highest point total. You played 48 games. How do you feel your <laughs> game is at? And I know your game isn't based on necessarily points, but where do you think your game is now at based on how well you appeared to play offensively? Yeah, I mean – you know, it's just a shame with the amount of hockey I've played the last number of years. Obviously, that's the biggest thing for me. Like I said earlier, I think if I'm if I'm, you know, healthy and playing, I, I know everything, you know, performance and 
it's all going to take care of itself. You know, I, I prepare myself, you know, as good as anybody, you know, I, I really take a lot of pride in, in what I do. And, and, you know, the preparation for me is, is really on a daily basis, you know, not just at the rink away from the rink. And, um, I do everything I can to, to put myself in the best situation to perform. And, you know, I have a lot of confidence in, in what I bring to the table and, um, you know, I'm just excited to go into next year healthy and, uh, and yeah, and see how it goes. But playing with a talented group of guys, you know, that we have, it's, it's going to be exciting to, you know, to see what we can do. And Wally mentioned also Sanderson. You, uh, I just want to point out that he led, uh, Jake led the NHL defenseman in scoring goals uh, in the COVID year. I had 18 goals in 56 yeah. games. So uh, he is yeah. pretty offensive, by the way. <laughs> yeah, no, no not idea. too bad. Not too bad. No, and I wanted to just, we touched on Sanderson and the blue line, but when you when you look at the whole group of guys you have back there now, yourself, Sanderson, Zub, Shabbat, Brandstrom, even I watching Clevin, the way he came in out of college, um, everybody seems to be able to move the puck and skate the puck. Like that's, that's gotta be one of the, I would think one of the top young defensive groups in the NHL. So what are you seeing when, when you see this group of guys you're playing with? Yeah, it's exciting. I mean, you know, like I think we should, you know, we're, we have a team, like we should have the puck the whole game, in my opinion, with, with the way our defensemen skate, um, the way our forwards work, um, the amount of skill we have, like, you know, there's no reason for us not to, you know, control the pace of the game every night. And, uh, and that's just the way I look at it. Like, I think, you know, our group is just, it's so talented, so fast paced, so skilled. Um, and we should just be making plays all over the ice. And, and, uh, you know, I think if we can defend hard and, and uh, play together in the D zone and have good structure and and uh, you know you know protect the front of the net. Then you know the rest of the stuff you know is going to just you know we we all can thrive in in the other areas of the ice. So you know it's definitely an exciting time for for our group. Uh, a couple of questions before we let you go. I always say that it's famous for me. It ends up being twenty five later, but I'm going to try <laughs> and make this short. Is what was it like for you to see your jersey hanging in the locker room, whether it is in MSG or back home in Ottawa? Because you grew up wearing one. You had a Sens jersey. I don't know if you grew up necessarily a Sens fan, but uh, I know you would, and probably a Florida fan for that matter. But uh, what was it like for you to, I guess, put the jersey on? Yeah, you know what? I, I wasn't really a Sens fan growing up just because we had season tickets to the, to the Panthers games here. We still do. Um, like I'm going Friday. I'm probably going to go Sunday and, and watch uh, the games here. Um, so yeah, I definitely grew up, you know, cheering for the Panthers. And then I was a big Sidney Crosby fan, so I'd cheer for Pittsburgh too. But I never really – and it's a shame because, like, Ottawa and Florida were both not very good hockey teams when I was growing up. For the most part, it's actually not true because I do remember going to a Stanley Cup final game in Ottawa um, one year. Um, I remember it was a game where Alfie, I think they were losing late in the third. Um, I don't know what game it was. It was versus Anaheim, though. And Alfie wound up in the neutral zone. I'm talking like a minute left. 
there might have been down like three or three goals. I don't I don't remember, but I just remember Alfie sending a message, wound up for a clapper in the in the at like the red line or just outside the blue, and smoked um uh Niedermeyer, like right up high, like high, like close to the face. I couldn't believe it. And I was just a kid and I was like, Oh my god, that was awesome. So uh, I do remember that. So I don't want to say the Stens weren't a good hockey team, but I know both clubs struggled for a while. So, um, so I did cheer for Pittsburgh as well, just because I love Sid. But uh, yeah, but yeah, it, um, it's funny you say that. That particular play, I we don't get to see it because when we're the media with a minute left, you got to be downstairs waiting for the room to open. So I only saw it on the video, just on a TV, and I'm like, people are like he shot that at Niedermeyer. I'm like. Alfie would never do that. That's not true. And it wasn't until later where I found out he actually did mean to do it. It's like, wow, oh, Alfie. For sure. I didn't know you it's had that. Funny. I remember that like, I was, like it was yesterday. I, I want to look up. Do you know what year that was? I wonder how old I was. 07. 2007. I would have been nine. Uh, did you have a <laughs> Alfie jersey or anything? No, I didn't have any Sens jerseys. I didn't even have any Panthers jerseys. Um, I wasn't a big – I guess I never really wore the jerseys to the games. I just um, – my pops would always, like, bring me down. If he knew anybody on the teams, he'd always bring me down. And, um, you know, I would, you know, say hi to some of, you know, my idols growing up, which I always thought was really cool. And I'd get a stick from a guy here or there. Yeah. I, what I would do at the Panthers games is I would make us wait, make my parents wait till the game ended, and I would be one of those kids at the tunnel just begging for a stick. And I got, I got a number <laughs> of sticks. Like it was, it was pretty crazy how many sticks I ended up getting. I don't know why. I just got lucky if a, a number of times, but that was kind of my thing. Did you hang out with the Armor Yager or meet him? Uh, no, my, like my pops was retired before I was born. So I didn't really get to, um, you know, have the experience of watching him play, but, um, you know, just, yeah, growing up, like he, he would always bring us down to see like Tony Granado was with the pens. And that's when I got to meet, uh, he, he knows Tony, he know, he just knew it's funny, like we're at a rank and my it seems like my pops knows everybody. I, I can't even believe and he knows everybody's name and always he just he's so good with that stuff and um yeah, he just is uh he's such a great guy and I think he just keeps in touch with everybody and, and uh and yeah, it was nice of him to, to always try to bring me down and, and give me that experience. I'll attest to that, Jacob, pretty- because okay. your your dad's the type of guy. And I used to do a charity golf tournament back when I was playing. One of the first guys I called, hey, Jeff, you want to play right away? Yep, I'll be there. Just the type of guy he was, right? You know, some guys, hum and ha, I got to see what I'm doing. Check the schedule. One call, Jeff, I'm in. And uh, you're sure. just just, sure. just a great, great human being. Your father is uh, being from the PN where I'm from. My family knew your dad quite well when he grew up and. uh Quality, quality human being, Jacob. Quality guy. Thanks a lot. I appreciate it. Um, yeah, he's uh, definitely taught me a lot of a lot of life lessons that you know I uh, still think about today. So, uh, quickly, do you have any superstitions uh, at all or pregame routines that you need to do? No, not really. I'm I'm not I'm not too superstitious at all, to be honest with you. Um, I don't think my pops ever was, and um, 
Yeah, I just, uh, you know, I don't really, I drive myself crazy with enough things like preparing myself the right way and activating and, and looking after my body. I do not need anything else, any other silly things on my plate. So I do enough for sure. Uh, I noticed since Renfrew Tape, as you're from the Valley, uh, Renfrew, uh, a sponsor of ours, you just use black tape. It's just a typical full blade tape job. Have you ever tried to experiment with anything uh, different? Have you ever tried white? Do you do anything different? Oh, yeah. When I was younger, I was all about the, you know, the style. We used to call it the sty. Uh, I would do different, uh, different knobs, different tape jobs. Um, I'd have my sticks up in my bedroom here in Florida for hours, just taping them all day long. And um, it was like a whole production for me. Um, but as I've gotten older, I definitely still do. Like, I do enjoy taping my sticks and I take you know, some pride in it, but I haven't changed it in a long time. Not like I used to, um, for whatever reason. Um, but, uh, but no, I don't do the, the Stutzla, um, you know, just put about <laughs> two strips of tape on there and let her, and let her go. I, I don't do that. That's for sure. Uh, do you have any fears or phobias? Uh, not really. No, I, I don't. I don't love spiders. Like spiders are probably the only thing that kind of freaked me out. Spiders and snakes. Uh, but other than that, not really. I'm. Uh, I don't have too many things that uh, bother me or whatnot. Uh, and finally, uh, as I say, finally, I may be lying. Is uh, snack? Do you have a favorite cheat snack? Uh, if you're sitting down watching a movie, what does Jacob Chickren go to? Well, if I'm going to have a cheat snack, uh, I just cannot get enough of all dress chips, probably all dress chips. Um, what else? Yeah. That's like my favorite thing. And I also a crazy, like, I love, uh, the works Clamato juice. Like when I'm at the cottage in the summertime, I will just drink the stuff on ice. Like I won't put any. <laughs> I won't put booze in it even. I'll just drink it uh, just straight up. I love it. I crush like a whole bottle, which is disgusting. And it's probably not too good for you, but there's something about it. Like I, when I think about it, my mouth waters. So it's kind of kind of weird. But I, since I was a kid, weird. yeah, I just hey, love they, the stuff. Do you, can you get all dressed chips in the States? I don't think you can. can no, you? no, no. That's something. It's a Canadian thing. thing. Yeah, it's, it's nice now that. I, I actually was, I haven't had a bag since I've been traded, but we were going through the airport coming home um, yesterday. And I, I, you know, I said, should we grab a bunch of, punch of all dressed and bring them home? But we didn't end up doing it. So <laughs> uh, on the plane, are you a card guy, a book guy? What do you do? I'm a card guy. Yeah. We have a card table going with uh, um, the boys. Let me join the A table. They, they knew I was a good player right away. So I'm, I'm at the A table, we call it. With, uh, it's me, Brady, uh, Brinksy, G, um, and uh, who the heck am I missing? Oh, and Shabs. Sorry, Shabs. Um, and then it's only four <laughs> seats. So um, the loser of each game has to go stand in the aisle. And uh, that's kind of the rotation we <laughs> do. 
So uh, Stab spent a lot of time in the aisle. Are you guys Texas Texas Hold'em? Do you guys play Texas Hold'em? No, we play uh, uh, like seven up, seven down. Um, okay. But uh, yeah, that's kind of that's the only game we play. Um, and then if we finish and there's only like thirty minutes left in a flight, we'll just we'll get blackjack going. And, and G's always uh, G's always the casino, so um, <laughs> we like to take some money off him too in blackjack. Uh, who's the worst card player on the team that you know of? Who's not at the A table that desperately wants to join? Oh man, you have to hear the boys give it to Pence. It's hilarious. I guess I don't know what it is, but every single fight, the whole like the three guys at the table, it's it's usually Brass, Wadi, and uh, and Timmy, and they're all just like literally yelling at this poor kid, like he's and and I don't think Pence. I think he just started. He just figured out the game this season. So I mean, he's had. 82 games to figure it out. I don't know why he hasn't yet, but the boys just grill him. And, uh, but at the same time, I think he wins games. So it's like, sure, he might be playing a way they don't like, but if he finds a way to win, that's all that matters. Uh, so good. I always love that. Uh, because Pinto is a very good kid. I love Shane Pinto. Jacob, did you? Oh, Kessel was in Arizona when you were there, right? Yes, he was. So. Back when Kessel was a rookie, uh, I was in Boston, and it was my last year, and Kessel somehow got his way back to the poker table as a rookie, and he just got abused the whole first year. But I'll give him credit, man. Like, as you know, he can give it out pretty good now. But as a rookie, I, I think he was the same way as he is now, like just chirping all the time. So I'm That's sure not awesome. much has changed. Not much has changed with him. I would bet. No, he's the absolute best. He was, uh, he was the best for us in AZ. Um, you know, he was kind of like G. Like he was one of the older guys that just was always with the young group and um, you know dinners on the road. And uh, man, he was he was the best guy. Probably one of my favorite teammates. And um, yeah. you know, everybody who's played with him would say the same thing. How does he? How does he never get hurt? <laughs> like, how, like what's it's incredible? Secret? It's honestly incredible. Um, you know, it's. I, I I don't know. I I don't know what the answer is. I think uh, my, I actually I was really laughing at the quote. Who said it? Uh, I don't oh, know if it was. I know what you're. I forget about. who it was, but it was something. You know, he played his thousandth in a row and. And someone, someone who plays in the NHL was like, uh, yeah, a lot of sports scientists will be scratching their head over this one. <laughs> uh, but I really don't know. I don't know how he does it. Uh, I've seen, you know, some of the things he eats and whatnot. And, and what's oh, funny yeah. is like when he, as far as I understand, because like in AZ, the team tried, you know, getting him to, to follow uh, like a meal plan and, and uh, he was really good about it. Like, he did it. I was surprised he did it. Like, for somebody who's played, you know, as many games and scored as many goals as he had, I'm surprised he didn't, you know, tell them where to go. But he, <laughs> he listened. And uh, and he said he just feels awful. Like, when he when he's, you know, doing stuff the right way, he just doesn't feel as good. And, and you know, the team's like, you need to get to this body fat, that body fat, this weight. And he's like, guys, I was my – 
heaviest and most out of shape. Probably I don't know about out of shape. But he said he was his heaviest when he was in Pittsburgh, and you know he was playing his best hockey. Like uh, <laughs> so, you know, you just—it's just one of those things. Like I said, you just—you almost got to scratch your head at it, and and uh, yeah. But man, I I wish I don't know if it's his genes or what, but it'd be nice to uh, to be that way for sure. Yeah, that's so good. All right, uh, take enough of your time, uh, Chick. I appreciate your stopping by. I was hoping to do this at a restaurant because I like steak well done, and clearly you and I are a complete opposite. Well done. Uh, oh yeah, he's he's, he's it's pathetic, <laughs> Chick. Burnt. He likes it burnt. Oh, that's tough. Uh, <laughs> oh boy. I I think it's very good. I was going to take you out for one, but I guess I won't now. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, good. That's anyway, I, I'll, I appreciate I'll, you. I'll hold you for that. Yeah. Yeah. That was great. I will. Uh, Jay, I, th- I appreciate Thanks for you. coming yeah. on. So, Jay. Uh, enjoy the summer. Long. We're excited to see you on the blue line for a full season next year because this, uh, I think, is going to be a special year. So, uh, excited to see what's going to happen and uh, look forward to more shots of Grandpa John in the stands for sure. Yeah, me too. Thanks a lot, guys. Thanks for having me. I appreciate he, it. It's th- fun. Thanks, Jacob. Thanks, Chick. Yeah. There goes oh. Jacob Chicken. Uh he's oh, like Wally. he sounds like a 35-year-old man. Uh, but he is I, I, I just love him. I think he's fantastic. And I would never want to argue with him because he is built like a small house. Yeah, and we didn't even show the pictures of his workouts, did we? No. We had those like no. I don't know if Alex could throw those up. Like, look at this guy. Absolute specimen. And it's funny. I knew where he was going with Kessel. He was like, okay, I'm in unbelievable shape. I watch everything I eat and I've had some injury issues. And then there's Kessel who eats whatever he wants. Doesn't work out like I do, but that's just the luck. That's just how the game goes sometimes. But I'll tell you, not many guys work out harder than Jacob Chikrin in the summer. I I know Andy Scott is aging quite well. And, um, and he goes on about Jacob's workouts. It's uh, it's impressive, and you could, you know, it's he's a guy that is dialed in. And uh, boy, I, I agree, Wally. I, I'm super excited to see him play a full season in an Ottawa Senators uniform. I, well, one of the problems is like I I could have asked him another hour of questions, and one of them is like he was the yeah. first overall pick in the OHL, and then he was projected to be somewhere like top five. He I guess we'll say he fell to like 16th that year in the draft. Yeah. Um, like this is a high, high end player. I don't, and I, he never yeah. got the attention. I don't think cause he's in Arizona and we forget that he led all NHL defensemen in goals with 18 in the COVID year. He he's, I think a special player that is just now touching the surface. Like he's only played, it seems weird. He's played six years, but uh, at 385 games, he's just finding that stride. You guys have always said defensemen take about 300 games to find their stride. Yeah. In the hockey yeah. No, that's. Uh, I got to give credit. I think it was Dennis. Dennis Podfin was the guy saying it uh, when, when Danny was doing the games here. And I, 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 there is something to that. It's just that position. When you make a mistake, it's so glaring. There's a lot more pressure. You're more under the microscope, and and uh, it does take a while. And and just to figure out what forwards yeah. are doing, tendencies, what guys do, it's it's you do have to mature. So um, for for me, I just yeah. want to see him stay healthy. And he, he, you're right, Wally. He's got the skill set. He's got the size, um, and he's definitely got the attitude. Like this guy is um, man. You could tell how important 
being in a winning culture is to, and big reason why he wanted to get traded. Like he wants to win like this guy. Yep. It's not about, it's not about collecting a paycheck. It's, it's about I'm here cause I want to win. And uh, so it's, it's going to be exciting for sure. And that was something I meant to ask him. Like he seems like the ultimate competitor. Uh, yeah. Whether it's ping pong, cards, anything, just I want to win, <laughs> and that's, I, I think that culture is huge. I, that's in that room. You can sense, from Giroux to Brady to Stutzla, I, I'll say even Drake Batherson. Like, there's yeah. no one on that team that I don't think, and Thomas Shabbat's another one who's not ultra competitive. Uh, yeah. And uh, I think that's huge. And I think the the really refreshing thing when when Jacob got traded here. You knew he wasn't bullshitting when he said, I'm really excited about coming to Ottawa. Because most players, you kind of have to say that when you get traded. You, to. you got to tow the company line. Oh, yeah. I'm no, like. This is where this I want to be. This is actually a sincere answer because because of the roots, because yeah. of his grandfather, because of his dad grew up here, because of the cottage. Like this, that there's a lot of sincerity yeah. behind those words. So it's, and the same thing with Drew. When Drew signed here, like he had options and it's, yeah. you're just seeing the changing of the guard as far as Ottawa um, being a more desirable place to play. And, and those two players in particular, like just perfect fits for the team. Yep, I, I completely agree with you. Um, also, finally, before we go, I just want to publicly apologize for only sending you $37 and not 40 for the NHL pool. That you set up. <laughs> yeah. What was up with the 37 bucks, by the way? It's I have no idea. First, hey, I was in a rush so, okay. to get out of it. So I'll explain. So the other night you, you or the that. night before, yes. whatever, I, I, I swear I sent the e-transfer, the e yeah. but clearly I didn't. So you said, hey, get your money in. And I was just trying to get out the door because I had to get my kids somewhere. And so I rushed, got my laptop. I don't know how I go from 40 to 37, but it does make me laugh because you badgered me so much to get into this $40 that I, I feel kind of, I'm proud of myself for shortchanging you $3. Okay, so first of all, there's always two sides of a story. There's two sides to a story. Here's my view of the story. I'm running a hockey <laughs> playoff pool. I didn't even want to do it in the first place, but be people love it. It's, I got friends. It's gained momentum. 54 guys are in the pool. The last two guys to pay who I had to chase down for the $40 was <laughs> Ian Frendez, as I like to refer to him, and yours truly, Brett Wallace. I got to <laughs> chase you guys down for 40 bucks. Listen, And then listen. when I asked you for it, you told me you already paid me. So I'm like... Am I going crazy? I, so I go check my. E I'm like, he hasn't paid me. He's lying. He's he's still trying to get out no, of paying the forty dollars. And then you send the e transfer, <laughs> and it's thirty seven dollars. Uh, that's a shipping and handling fee. <laughs> I'm like, so he's probably got an interact an interact e transfer charge. He's throwing on me for this one. Yeah, I don't know. So I'll get you your three dollars. Um, but I. By the way, I didn't want I'm to not join hold, your not pool. You, my said, you just signed me up for it. Well, of course, you're getting so in. We've got to – the Sens are out of the playoffs. We're going to need something to talk about. <laughs> what more we do people love? We've got world championships coming up. we got oh, plenty. I'm not talking about the world Listen. championships. Come on. Unless there's yes, some Sens all, guys By there. the way, 
there's lots also lots of uh comments that are being made uh on our youtube channel and on twitter people want to discuss the off-season moves so we will continue to discuss yeah. them uh well that's exciting lineups, that's exciting people, people are excited to chat about people very passionate about how this team is going to play next year and i think well, this it's probably going to be the most passionate it's been in a long time well this will be a very exciting time here now up until the draft because there's going to be a lot of moving parts as we all know with the ownership and the rumors yep. uh, the different groups and what's going to happen and for i think for the first time in a long time this is a team that's expectations are are big time for next season like it is the, the it is no more meaningful games it's no more we want to be in the mix no it is time for this team to be a playoff team it is well, you, it's time for this team to make a move and they've got the players they've got the core they just need a few more little tweaks find a what they're going to do with their goaltending situation and and uh, a couple of key signings and off you go like this is a play no more excuses this is a playoff team I completely agree. So, and then we, uh, listen, there are people that think that DJ Smith won't be back. That's another topic of conversation that we're going to have yeah. to discuss of who's back in yeah. the front office, who's back in the coaching staff. There's a lot to chat. So we will continue through the summer to uh, talk about your Ottawa Senators. But yeah, until Monday, Yorkie, enjoy. Yeah. Oh my but, God. It's going to be hey, fun. Uh, it's going to be fun watching the Leafs play again, isn't it? Oh my God. I just, I love the panic. I so know. I don't care if the Leafs win or lose. Uh, I have a very good friend, you know him as well, uh, who works for the Leafs. Uh, he's very close to me. Uh, yeah. But I don't care if his team wins or loses. In fact, I do enjoy what the pain that the Leafs and the fans go through every playoffs. Like, they lost that first game. It wasn't even close, Yorkie. Do you know what panic it was, is? It, That's what, well, in Toronto. I sent out a tweet after the first period, and I was like, if the Leafs can squeeze their sticks any t any tighter, they're going to disintegrate in their hands. I can't believe how uptight they were for game one. The amount of yeah. bobbled pucks, missed passes, miscommunications, turnovers. I was I was shocked. I, I'll be honest, in one, of my, in one of my six hockey pools I was in, I took a lot of Leafs. I just thought this was the, this was the 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 year they were going to get to the first. I still think sure. this series this series is far from over. It's far from over, uh, I, especially no with you. We don't know the status. Yes, yes. Chernick, Hedman. Those are big losses. Uh, big losses. Yeah. So I'm hoping they'll be fine. But they continue to pour it on against Toronto. Without they lost Victor Hedman in the first period and Ivan Chernick midway through the second. If I'm not mistaken. Like. Yeah, they can to, still they can still dominated that game. Well, they they're Tampa's forward group is impressive. And here's the thing: if, if Tampa gets up in any game, Vasilevsky just he gets in your head. He's 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 the best play. Well, yes. did you see the stats? Did you see the playoff stats? How many more playoff wins he has right now than any other active goalie in the league? It's 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 yep. it's unbelievable. So that is an X factor for Tampa is Vasilevsky for sure uh, and and I again I always thought Toronto's Achilles heel is going to be in goal I just yeah, don't know yeah, that they yeah. can match well, it's going to be fun it's going to be fun I watching do, yeah it has been interesting to see six of the eight teams in game one win on the road so um by all means the Leaf series isn't over but it is fun just to watch 
the little bit of panic and the heart skip a little bit more uh, when they get yeah. pumped. Anyway, uh, see you on Monday, Yorkie. Enjoy. And thanks again to Jacob Chicken for stopping by. Yeah, that's great. Okay, see you, Wally. See you, everybody. Coming in hot is brought to you by Botano.ca. Please hit that like button and subscribe to our channel to never miss an episode. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.